Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Phil Switch. I'm Phil Carute, and I'm joined by my fearless co-host, Brock Tamarino. The Phil Switch podcast is brought to you by Sal's Tire Caps. Sal's Tire Caps. Rain or shine, Sal's Tire Caps bring a smile to your face. Brock, how you doing this week? How's the week been? How's the weekend been? Uh, it's been it's been good, same as usual. Uh, can't complain. I uh, really do. Uh, old thing my uh, grandpa used to say, uh, I could complain, but uh, nobody would listen, you know. Uh, grandpa always thought that was funny. So, uh, And it uh, looks like we're already getting a call. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and put him through. Hey, guys. Uh, Tactical Tim here. I listened to last week's podcast. Um, heard that you guys were trying to figure out when you put up Christmas decorations one thing that I think you guys, and don't take this as an insult, uh, failed to cover was how exactly you handle a couple things here. Putting up Christmas decorations in a hostile environment and also when it's appropriate to take down um, those Christmas decorations. So um, if you don't mind, you guys, I know you guys did a... Um, episode last week about this uh do you guys mind if i maybe offer some tips to your um clientele sure why not um i actually did have another topic so we'll just uh see how this goes but that's 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 fine go ahead uh tactical tim thank you for joining us by the way no problem always a pleasure phil um okay so first let's uh get to the uh first hash hash mark there so how to approach Christmas decorations in a hostile environment or uh, while maybe hostiles are present. Maybe, um, you know, it could be any type of thing. Maybe you have um, some people deal with in-laws, some people deal with neighbors. Um, some people are actually in a hostile environment as far as a what I would consider more of a tactical situation goes. Now, of course, I live my life, um, you know, uh, being tactical, being practical um, on a day-by-day, hour-by-hour, minute-by-minute, second-by-second, nanosecond-by-second um, lifestyle. But anyway, uh, we can get to that later. That would be easily probably five, six books um, or a couple YouTube videos with some sponsors, obviously. Anyway, so when you're thinking about putting up Christmas decorations with, let's just say, uh, for the sake of um, expediency, for the sake of simplicity, when you're dealing with hostiles. And we will use that phrase, um, whether you're dealing with hostiles within your domicile, outside your domicile, adjacent to your domicile, or maybe surrounding you, surrounding you with maybe various firearms, um, other, other weapons, um, you know, it could be um, edged, edge weapons, things like that. You want to consider where you're going to put the the decorations. So let's say, let's keep it simple. You're going to put them inside. So you've already taken a tactical approach. If you're just doing inside decorations, you don't, as long as you're your domicile's fortified. Uh, you won't have to worry about outside hostiles necessarily, but I always like to have a couple cover people 
whenever we're doing Christmas decorations, this might come as a surprise to you guys. Um, I'm, I usually take on the role of cover. So what I will do is whoever's putting up decorations at the time, I honestly and completely have their six. Um, now, sometimes I have to work around to their three o'clock, their nine o'clock, and even their 12 o'clock. Uh, I rarely have to do anything around 845. But um, I, I, I make sure I have everything because, you know, they could be bending down, getting a an ornament um, out of a storage device uh, to prepare to place on the tree. So I make sure to definitely have their six o'clock because their six o'clock is basically, especially if they're reaching, if they're bent over reaching into the storage device, grabbing out an ornament, grabbing out a table decoration. Um, all that's watching them at that time, if I'm not there on their six is a set of butt cheeks. Um, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, uh, butt cheeks don't have eyes. Um, I have trained my butt cheeks to somewhat have eyes, but obviously anatomically they don't have eyes. So yes, I can see um, out of my butt cheeks in a way, but it takes years and years of practice. Um, and it's mostly, um, it's not so much eyes as a tense, a tensing of the butt cheeks. Um, it's kind of like spidey senses, but they're butt cheek senses. So anyway, um, I take on the role of getting somebody six. Now, I try to, every so often, I'll look over my own six because, like I said, butt cheeks on the other side. Um, I'll look over my own six um, when my butt cheeks tense. I know the person behind me, theirs aren't because they're not trained. They haven't gone through the training. They haven't um, done reps to get that uh, proficiency. So I will make sure that I have their six and my six. And um, I just, I, I, I make sure I clear them. Um, I say, are you getting ready to put up the ornaments? And they usually say something like, Yes, we're getting ready to put up the ornaments. I'll say, okay, clear. And um, they'll start They'll start putting up ornaments. Now, one thing that a lot of people in my household uh, don't adhere to is if I say, hold on, cover, I'll look over and they're still putting up Christmas decorations. So they don't always... Uh, the communication falls on deaf ears oftentimes. Um, and that's just because they don't get the idea of safety and doing things in a tactical way, even though I preached and preached it. Um, but you know, as a leader, I take that on myself. If, if my battalion isn't listening to me, um, within the confines of the home, when we're putting up decorations, that's on me. I have to take that responsibility, even though they might be the ones neglecting the safety issues. Um, I have to put that on myself as a leader. Uh, so I try to educate them. I try to train them. I'll say cover. Um, I'll look around and I'll see they're still putting up de Christmas decorations. They're all over the place. Um, they haven't stayed in the unit that I've asked them to form into uh, so I can, uh, you know, um, efficiently and proficiently get their sixes. And um, I'll have to say, hey, guys, let's 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 team up. Um, so they'll put down the ornaments, put down the decorations. Very respectful in that sense. Um, once I get them together, I'll say, listen. I noticed that your mom was continuing to put um, ornaments on the tree um, and I will get confirmation from them because I want to make sure my communication is processing. So I'll get confirmation from them. Um, and when I say that, when I say I'll get confirmation from them, what I mean is they will say, yes, we understand um, that mom was still putting up uh, ornaments on the tree and we were still putting uh, various other decorations up when you said cover. Um, you know, the, the idea, so when I say cover, the idea is that I will draw my firearm, uh, scan, obviously scanning, scanning, um, obviously not, you know, crossing my barrel over my, um, comrades. Um, 
But when I say that, I will pull my firearm and start scanning for safety because maybe I thought I saw something. Maybe my peripheral saw something. Maybe I got, you know, typically it's the right side. So maybe my right butt cheek um, tensed a little bit. And when I look around as I'm scanning, I'll see that they're all still acting as though there's no danger. Um, It does frustrate me. But like I said, I'm taking that as a leader. That's my fault. 100%. Um, Am I frustrated? Yes. But whose fault is it? It's mine. It's Tactical Tim's um, because I haven't I haven't expressed my leadership in the way I need to. Um, It's kind of like the alpha dog. Uh, And sometimes the other dogs, you know, get a little out of control. The alpha dog has to come back in. I tend to use a little bit softer teeth when I'm dealing with my comrades in my household. Um, I've actually received several warnings uh, from my wife to tone it down, um, which I, which I respect. I respect. Um, So anyway, I bring them together and uh, they've all confirmed that they know what they're supposed to do. When I say cover, Uh, my wife will typically roll her eyes. Now, years ago, I confronted her about this and I said, you know, you tend to roll your eyes when I'm talking about tactical tips, things are going to keep us safe out of danger, um, out of harm's way. And my wife was very quick to say, well, uh, Tim, and I said, please tactical Tim. And she said, uh, you know, rolled her eyes again. And she said, tactical Tim. And I, I said, yes, you, you rolled your eyes again, by the way. She said, yes. Um, that's just a, um, she said it was a nervous tick. Um, when she rolls her eyes and she says she often gets nervous um, when she feels like she's messed up a tactic that I'm talking about. So when I'm talking to her about a tactic and, and developing her skills, she probably rolls her eyes. I would say if I were giving tactical advice for a minute, she probably roll her, rolls her eyes maybe 10 to 15 times, which what she has said is her nervous tick allows her to understand me better. Um, so what I've grown to appreciate is the more she rolls her eyes because of this nervous tick she has, which I haven't talked to her doctor about that, but it's confidential. I respect that. I understand that. I wouldn't want people getting into my information um, is that she's developing more tactics through the eye rolls essentially than what I could even possibly understand because her brain is functioning at such a higher capacity to bring in my tactics and my advice that she actually gets it more than I could explain it. So anyway, I'm sorry. I kind of went off on a, on a sidetrack there, got a little bit of medical in there, um, medical combat, uh, techniques anyway. So I gather them around. My wife is rolling her eyes, uh, fairly consistently while I'm doing this, which tells me as a leader, she gets it. She can help me disperse this, uh, to our offspring. So, I, I give them a, a, a pep talk too. I'm like, I know we can do this guys. Look at your mom. She's rolling her eyes. She understands. And, uh, we all form up. We get another plan set up. I set up a perimeter quickly, very quickly because they, they want the Christmas decorations to keep going as do I. So I set up a perimeter. I do a quick scan of the area again, a quick scan. And that's not only a visual scan, that's actually a physical scan. So I'll check in the cushions. Um, I'll check, uh, under furniture, things like that. Once I've cleared the area again, because I called for cover, they, they, they didn't listen. They didn't get the message. We had to regroup. So now I've lost, um, sight of, of, of the area again in the living room. And, uh, so I'll, I'll do all the clearing they will go back to their areas. I will, I will begin my tactical process again. And um, we basically just follow that process until all the Christmas decorations are put up. So we have uh, the tree we put up. 
uh, which I help with that. But then I have my kids kind of watch my six. Obviously, I don't give them a firearm. That uh, their their job when they have my six is to give me uh, verbal cues. Should I be alerted to anything? And uh, so far, they haven't. Um, in, in in the various years we've done this. In fact, I turned around uh, the other day and they were watching, um, when I was putting up the tree, they were watching a cartoon. Um, but they said they still were paying attention. I don't have any reason not to believe them, even though I have my doubts. They're part of my group, uh, part of my team, uh, they're comrades. So I, I trust their technique. Um, I think we need to tweak it a little bit, obviously, but I, I trust their technique. I don't want to doubt them um on the battlefield of our of our uh, decorating so um anyway we have the christmas tree uh, my wife does the ornaments on that while well, i've got her six my kids do uh, peripheral um decorations where i can kind of see them looking out the side of my eyes and uh we go from there we probably have maybe two three storage units of decorations and uh, yeah we get through that pretty efficiently so so, uh, Tactical Tim, when you guys are putting the decorations up and you have to call for uh, cover, you said you have two to three um, storage units uh, for the uh, decorations and everything. How long would you say that takes um, for you guys to complete that task uh, tactically? Oh, um well, we set a new record this year as far as quickest done. Uh, we were very proud. I was proud of my team. Um, we actually had a very nice meal after that. But um, this year, we were able to get the Christmas tree up, ornaments on the tree, um, a few peripheral uh, decorations. Uh, we, we got it done in just about four hours. Four hours, yeah. So, so how, how, many, how many times did you how many times would you say you called cover to make sure that you guys were uh, tactically sound during the um, decor decoration pr uh, process um, it, process is okay. I, I, the word I like to use, you said decoration process. Um, I always try to get my, my comrades, my group, my battalion into a tactical mindset. So I usually call it a, decoration mission um so we complete that mission but but it's okay um you know i probably have to call cover i would say because I, there's all kind of things that happen you know um all kind of things i'm looking out for i would say in that four hours so uh, and i i don't know i don't i don't jot it down i just i just get to work i just do my job um i would say that i probably call cover maybe 15 times, probably 15 times. So when you say you, when you say you call cover, um, what kind of things are you calling cover for? Like, um, uh, do you see somebody like approaching your house or, uh, do you think you see maybe somebody trying to get into your house? What kind of things do you call cover for? Yeah, so um, what I will typically, I mean, it, it really ranges. I mean, I wish I could list every single thing, but from a guy with my experience, uh, my tactical know-how, you just kind of know it when you see it. So sometimes, uh, like this this time we were putting up Christmas decorations, I saw some leaves, uh, leaves uh, rustle in the yard. And I thought, if those leaves are rustling, maybe, um, maybe upwind, 
somebody was trying to make a tactical approach on our house, so I'll call cover. So if I see like leaves rustling, I'll call cover. If um, a squirrel uh, suddenly darts out away from a tree, I'll think maybe somebody was making a tactical approach towards our house at that point, at that uh, juncture there, um, maybe to the northeast quadrant there. So I will call cover. Um, so I, I know some people, my wife has talked to friends and she said that her friends don't adhere to these type of tactical uh, maneuvers, techniques during their Christmas decoration uh, mission. She didn't say mission, but, uh, and I say, well, I understand that uh, they come from a different uh, background than I do. They come from a different um, expertise level than I do. So that's okay. That's okay. I don't mind that. And, um, you know, we'll move on. We'll have a good conversation about it, a good discussion, and uh, we'll move on from there. Yeah. All right. So uh, Tactical Tim, so you, you've given us good advice on how to uh, tactically complete a uh, Christmas decorations mission. So you also uh, spoke about when to how to tactically take Christmas decorations down. I think you might've said that, or do you have any advice on how to take Christmas decorations down? Oh, uh, certainly. Yeah. So, um, now these, these missions can be very risky, uh, because when you're putting Christmas decorations up, there's a lot of joy. There's a lot of laughter. You're getting things up very efficiently, very quickly. Right. Um, but oftentimes when you take Christmas decorations down, there's still joy and laughter, but you're moving slower. You've had a uh, Christmas dinner, maybe you've had desserts. So even if it's, if it's a few days removed, Oh, say, say some people put it, uh, take their Christmas decorations down. I'm just saying, now I'm not saying this is gospel. I'm not saying you have to adhere to this, but maybe some people put their Christmas decorations down like on January 1st. Okay. New Year's day. So you've had your Christmas meal um, that's still settling in there because, you know, uh, people don't really do a whole lot over uh, the Christmas, the holiday. Plus, you have all kind of snacks and desserts at work, things like that. People bringing stuff in, um, you know, heavy Betty bringing all her cakes and stuff in. And then she brings all the leftovers from Christmas. Um, I, I know that wasn't sensitive to say heavy Betty, but that's just what we call her at work. Um, and anyway, she'll bring all this stuff in and then everybody's got to eat all this stuff now. And... So you have all that, then you have your New Year's stuff. Now, I don't uh, partake in the um, uh, alcoholic temptations, but I still have snacks, uh, pizza rolls, one of my favorites. Um, I do drink the sparkling grape juice. Love that stuff. Loved it since I was a kid. Still enjoy it. Some people make fun of me. I say I'm Tactical Tim. Don't care. And uh, so you, you're going to be moving slower, is my point, when you go to take the Christmas decorations down. So obviously, still, Tactical Tim's still running the six, still running the six game, okay, watching everybody's back. What I try to tell my team when they're taking down the Christmas decorations is, listen, we're not going to be moving as fast, and that's okay. That's okay. I want you guys to think of this as more of a um, tactical extraction. So I want you guys to think of this as extracting the decorations, the ornaments, the tree. Um, my kids, when they were very young, didn't get what extraction meant. So I had to explain it to them. Um, so by the ages, by the time they each got to three, um, they understood what extraction meant uh, pretty well. So in fact, when I picked them up from school, they say, uh, to the teachers, which is sometimes alarming to the teachers, they say, um, our dad is coming to extract us from the school. 
So uh, now the teachers are very aware of what extraction means and what that details um, as well. So, which is good because I'm, I'm here to educate people. And um, so when we're doing the decoration extraction mission, I still use mission. I want them to stay in the, I want them to stay in the um, nomenclature of what we're trying to do, what we're trying to make happen, why we're doing this. We, we, we try to live out our why when we're doing the uh, Christmas decoration extraction. I make sure I tell them you have a mission buddy. Okay, you have a mission buddy. This is more important than anything during an extraction uh, because we're moving slower. We're moving slower. Time is, time is still going the same speed, but we're moving slower uh, because of various complications, various things we run into, risk. And uh, so everything is the same except everything is moving slower. Now, when it, so they're all doing, and I, I have to call cover a lot more um, a lot more times during the Christmas decoration extraction mission. I have to call cover a lot more uh, just because everything seems to be moving faster, everything except us, right? So I'll call cover a lot more. My my wife probably does the most eye rolling um, during the Christmas decoration extraction missions. Um, she does a lot of eye rolling, which really makes me aware that even, even her, in her... Uh, slowness she is comprehending so much right now so her body might be moving slower but her brain is is moving at an accelerated pace and i can tell that by watching her eyes go to the ceiling and back down go to the ceiling and back down go to the ceiling and back down um i can tell that and in fact uh this year when we were putting christmas decorations up which i forgot uh she also <sighs> indicated to me which part of me felt bad because maybe it was a gene that was passed on but she indicated to me that my oldest child had developed this syndrome that she has which you know is a is a curse but also a blessing because where it's distracting to see my wife and my oldest roll their eyes i also know because of the condition they are grasping the information better and i appreciate and respect that so um that's how we do those missions. That is how we accomplish those missions as a team, as a battalion, as comrades, as a unit, tactically, efficiently, proficiently. Hey, so Tactical Tim, um, I noticed that we have, you were releasing some um, short videos, giving tips, giving your insight to stuff for the uh, fill switch here. And I noticed that you hadn't posted any in a long time. The last one I think you did was about the uh, the queen and the royal uh, the royal guard or whatever. So so what what happened? Are you are you going to be posting more or or, or was it just like a limited uh, series or something? Yeah. So uh, you know I wasn't going to say anything. I appreciate you asking me that question, and maybe I owe you uh, here at the fill switch and the listeners an explanation. So when I did that last video about the Queen and the Royal Guard, uh, it was a very hard video for me to do. In fact, um, after I finished the video and they said we're done recording after I uh, cleared the area, I became emotional. Yeah, I became emotional just thinking in my head, you know, had I been in the Queen's Guard, maybe she would still be here. You know, maybe, and I'm not, I don't want to say that the Queen's Guard didn't do their job to the best they could. I just couldn't help thinking that maybe 
if I was in the Queen's Guard, she would still be here. And that really weighed heavy on my heart, um, on my tactical spirit. And uh, I just I just have been kind of lost um, until I heard last week's show. And I thought this is a chance for me to get back in and really try to give some help to people. But uh, you know that uh, the, uh, the queen, she died of uh, natural causes. You know that, don't you, uh, don't you, Tim? Did she? Yeah, yeah, she did, actually. She was, um, it, it, she was pretty old. I mean, she had had a good life, but yeah, she did die, I believe, of natural causes. Or she was, she was well up there in age, so I don't know that it was anything you could have done to change Tactical Tim. Really? I th- see. I thought for some reason I, some reason I thought there was an ambush on the castle. That's what I had, because after I did that video, somebody's like, "Yes, I, did you hear about the ambush?" Um, and I said, "No." And they said, "Well, there was an ambush on the castle, and that's how the queen um, expired." No, no, no. There was there was no ambush or anything on the castle. She was she was just up there in age, and um, yeah, yeah. I mean, she you know she was. She was a fairly uh, old old lady, and it was it was yeah it was just her time. So what? So why did that? Why did they get the idea there was an ambush? Because they were they were saying tactical Tim there was an ambush. Like what would you have done? And I, I mean after I cleared my thoughts, I you know I probably talked to him for about three hours on what I would have done during that ambush. Who who um who who was at who told you about the ambush, Tactical Tim? I was actually it was actually your guys producer. He said there was an ambush. Um, he said I'm going to keep the camera rolling, and uh, he said something about having family over uh, the next week, um, and they were going to watch some comedy, some comedy show or something. Oh. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's weird. Maybe he got, maybe he had seen another video, um, somewhere or something. Yeah, that could have been, I don't know. Um, I, if, if he shows you that footage, let me know what you guys think though. Um, cause I, I mean, I went through like the whole castle through the nooks and crannies. Um, get, even gave advice on how I would have wore, um, had the queen wear the crown when I was escorting her out. Of course, by this time I had been bombarded by a team of 50. Um, I took them all out, um, while, while covering the queen. Um, uh, but yeah, I'd be, I'd, I, and I would like to see that back. Cause I would like, I always like to go back and, and check my tactics to make sure I did them well. And I, I would want to make sure that I explained everything right. in that, that, um, that, that video, uh, that he, that he recorded, um, right after, uh, my, my, my short video about the Royal Guard. Yeah, we will uh, we will do everything we can to uh, get our hands on that video and see if we uh, cannot get a copy to you. Uh, Tim, does that sound uh, does that sound agreeable to you? Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds great. That would be awesome. I I, I would I would uh, greatly appreciate that. So um, yeah, yeah, if you guys could do that, maybe I will uh, work with your producer to get uh, some more of these short videos coming up again. I'm I'm trying to clear my head still, trying to work through the whole queen thing. Now this adds a whole new element um that i have to reconcile um so but yeah i'll see what i'll see what i can do about getting you guys more shorts and uh hey uh thank you for uh having me come on and uh talk to you guys for a bit about uh christmas decoration missions uh 
Christmas decoration extraction missions also. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Um, and we look forward to seeing uh, seeing more shorts from you here in a little bit. So, um, hey, everybody. As always, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to check me out on my other podcast that I do, that is the 1st and 15th with, <clears throat> sorry, with Kaplowitz Media. If you guys would like to reach out and contact us, you can do that through email. The um, email address is thephilswitch at gmail.com. Again, that's thephilswitch at gmail.com. Guys, we wish you all a great week, and we'll talk to you soon here at the Phil Switch.